I saw on the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written within and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered, so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing, as though it had been slain with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God, from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the sea and in the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever and the four living creatures said amen and the elders fell down and worshiped the word of the lord thanks be to god hello incarnation congregation and visiting friends and family on this good friday of we're at the end of Holy Week and getting ready to once again recall Jesus' death and resurrection. Some of you may be surprised to hear that our main scripture reading is from the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible recorded by the disciple John. This seems like an unlikely place we should look to remember the event of the cross. The contents of this book can feel distant with its dramatic, symbolic settings, creatures, and objects. Well, the first century churches who received this book did not take John's visions literally, but rather understood them as vivid illustrations that depicted the spiritual realities faced by Jesus' followers. Think of looking at Revelation like a picture book instead of a puzzle book. It's filled with beautiful artwork that reveals both the conflicts the church faces and the promised future of redemption for the people of God. So what we read in, in chapter 5 today illustrates for us the cosmic reality of Jesus' death. What happened on earth was the passion of Jesus many of us meditated on this whole week. The excruciating trial and journey to the cross, his last dying breath, and his burial. 
the passage reveals to us the spiritual reality of what happened when Jesus gave his life. And I want to take us through two realities from this passage. The first is the reality of true despair. And the second is the reality of true worthiness. So please turn to Revelation chapter 5 in your Bibles on hand or online to follow with me as we explore this picture. The first reality we see at the beginning of this passage is of true despair. Three summers ago, I experienced for the first time what weeping loudly was. My beloved grandma passed in a sudden way that summer while she was receiving treatment in Japan. It felt like a ton of bricks hitting me when I heard the news from halfway around the world. Well, followed the news, felt like running a marathon with no shoes on. I was not ready for what was to unfold when I rushed to pack up and fly to Japan the next day. A little background, my father on my, uh, my family on my father's side is, is culturally Muslim. Uh, part of a Chinese ethnic minority called the Hui people. Uh, therefore, my family, my father's family, had a Muslim funeral for my grandma in China. And there I experienced an intense roller coaster of emotions confusion, numbness, grief, and sorrow. The funeral was held in a mosque and lasted around 48 hours. Everyone at the funeral was told not to cry for the first night and the first full day. Then everyone was told to cry out when her coffin was processed out to be transported to the burial site on the third day. The weeping was loud, raw, and earth-shaking. This was my closest encounter with weeping loudly and great despair. Maybe some of you have had similar experiences of despair like this, and I'm sure some even more so. Revelation chapter five begins with an image of a mysterious scroll. The scroll is said to symbolize God's plan for the nation for the world and its people. John further writes that he saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? The angel proclamation shows us that the scroll is meant to be opened and the seals meant to be broken. God's plan for the nations is meant to go out, but someone needed to open the scroll to execute the plan. Who is worthy enough to do it, proclaims the angel. Then we see in verse four, the one who is weeping loudly is John, the beloved disciple of Jesus who wrote the gospel of John and in his last days of life received and recorded these revelations from God. 
What is John weeping loudly for? He is in great despair, facing the reality that no one was found worthy to open the scroll or look into it. God's plan for the nations cannot, could not go forth until someone who was worthy could come and open it. If there is absolutely no one able to open it, no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth, then what's going to happen to the nations, to all the people of the earth? John feels the depth of this hopelessness and the despair of this situation. It's like facing a dead end and grappling with the reality that there is absolutely nothing beyond it and no way forward. When I think back to my grandma, grandma's funeral, I realized that my pangs of sorrow came from not being able to be with her or see her before she passed. My tears came from knowing her life had ended and that she was gone. But my despair came from not knowing if I was ever going to see her again. To her last day, I was praying for her daily to know Jesus and to receive the promise of eternal life so that I would be able to see her again. John's despair is far more in magnitude. He is feeling the weight of everyone's unworthiness to open this scroll. And the scroll is said to be sealed with seven seals. Seven symbolizes completion, wholeness, and perfection. How can anyone who was imperfect and broken open seals that are perfect and complete? It's impossible, so none were found worthy, except for the one announced at the end of verse 5. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, both titles for the Messiah, the one who holds true worthiness. This goes to our second reality, the reality of true worthiness. John is told to weep no more. His tears are told to cease because finally there is someone who has conquered and found worthy to open the scroll. The Hebrew word for worthy in this passage is axios, which translates to weighing or having the weight of another thing of like value. This Messiah is worthy to take the scroll. He holds the same value weight as what the scroll holds, the weight of completeness and wholeness of God's plan for the nation. The grand representation of this worthy one is right there in verse 6, as John describes, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain, with seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. The seven horns and eyes and spirits depicts perfect wisdom, strength, and 
Even more surprisingly, this scroll taker, in contrast, is described as doubly meek and weak, described as a slain lamb. And yet he is worthy. This amazing paradox is the mystery and beauty of Jesus's sacrifice on Good Friday. Jesus was the one perfect and powerful enough to take the scroll and open its seals, and yet also was the one who was ridiculed and scourged, spit upon, and sentenced to die on a cross 2,000 years ago. So we saw at the beginning that true despair resulted in weeping loudly as the weight of everyone's unworthiness led to hopelessness. Now here we see that true worthiness results in receiving true hope and expressing it in true worship as we see everyone falling down and singing this new song in verses 9 through 10. They sing, worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God. From every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they reign on the earth. Jesus' worthiness unlocked God's plan. For the nations, revealing a true hope and future for all God's people. Jesus' death and spilled sacrificial blood was for one sole purpose to ransom people for God, people of every tribe and language and people and nation. He was slain for the world, for all of us, for me and for you. This is why John was told to weep no more. For the one who is truly worthy was found. God sent his very own son Jesus to be the slain lamb and to die on the cross for the sins of the world so that death, evil, and despair was defeated once and for all, and so that we can have a true hope, and even now, a true hope living on this earth. So dear brothers and sisters and friends, the invitation from this passage as we end this Lenten season is to receive this powerful command. Weep no more. For those who are still considering this path, uh, of following Jesus, you are invited on this Good Friday to believe and receive for yourself the true hope that Jesus' death gave to every person in this world. You are invited to start a life that has no more weeping or despair by believing that Jesus, the slain lamb, truly took all of your sins to the grave in order that you may be resurrected with him into eternal life. For those who consider themselves followers of Jesus, you are invited to take hold of this comfort and confidence as you go forth 
to Resurrection Sunday. You are invited to proclaim and share with others that Jesus' death truly let out the last breath of despair. In the midst of this pandemic, you are invited to sing the new song wherever you go to share this true hope. Of course, we still face sorrow, trial, grief, and many hardships and tears in our time on this earth, especially now with this pandemic sweeping our nation and the world, bringing many to ask, why is this happening? Or when will this be over? Or even how long, O oh Lord? The command to weep no more stands more true than ever. The story does not end at death and destruction. The earth may pass away, our bodies may grow old, weak, sick, and be even on death's bed, but despair has no place. For behold, the one who is worthy who has received power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing was slain for us so that we can have a true hope, eternal life with God. Let us go forth to behold the Lamb, to weep no more, and to proclaim the power of Jesus' death and resurrection to every tribe and language and people and nation to whom Jesus' worthy blood covered and ransomed forever and ever. Amen. Grace and love.